It's time for Back to School, and I'm talking teachers on this episode of Brain Half Full, up next. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Brain Half Fool. We're talking teachers. Now, I know everyone is is super excited about going back to school. Um, for those of you that have kids, or for those of you um, that are, you know, high school age, middle school age, ready to go back to school. I know everyone's excited. I know parents are excited to, you know, finally get that chance to you know have kids go back to school and get out of the house because they've been driving them nuts for the entire summer you know but one of the things that I wanted to talk about was you know what makes a great teacher and what makes a bad teacher and these are some of the points that like I wanted to make sure that the listeners all understood because for me in the teaching profession because I am myself a teacher there's a lot of different things that I hear being thrown around and I thought I'd talk about it for a little bit. So, throughout history, you know, there has been teachers all across the world that a lot of people know, like Plato, Aristotle, Splinter, okay? I mean, let's not let's not leave Splinter out of this equation cuz you know, he taught the four greatest turtles ever. Uh, yes, even he's a teacher. But throughout history, when you're looking at these, these teachers and, and what they've done for the world, they've taught and they've carried on, and their pupils have carried on what they've learned from those teachers and they've passed it on. And the teaching profession today, unfortunately, is going downhill. And it's really sad to see because, you know, in my profession, teachers do their very best to make sure that you know each student in their classroom is achieving their goals now granted is every teacher the great teacher no but there are a lot of teachers in my profession that really strive to be the best in the classroom or in what they think to be the best now one of the things that really irritates me about you know being in the teaching profession is the idea that I get a lot of people walk up to me and they'll ask me, it's like, you know, Wiley, what do you, what do, you do? And I'll say, oh, I'm, I'm a teacher. And the first thing out of their mouth is like, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, why are you sorry? Like, is my profession that bad that you got to sit there and say, or have pity for me? You know, it's, it's not a bad profession. This is something that I chose and I, and I enjoy it every day. And teachers just sometimes we get a bad rap because and people feel sorry for us because they they look at us like we're almost glorified babysitters and it's unfortunate it truly is now granted do we have bad days absolutely there's some days I walk into school and I'm just I sit down and I'm like oh my god I can't do this today and then the kids walk in, they're like, oh, what's going on, what's going on? And I'm like, ugh. You know, I want to bash my head into the desk. But 
those days are very few, okay? And for people to, you know, automatically say that to teachers, it, it hurts. Yes, granted, some of us may have not chosen this profession, but for me, this is what I wanted to do. I remember, because I graduated from Flagler College in St. Augustine, and I was poised to be a lawyer. I'll never forget what one of my professors looked at me and said. He, so we were going over some different things, and I, was, I wasn't quite sure if I wanted to, you know, be a lawyer or, you know, I, you know, I went down that route and stuff like that. But I really wanted to teach history. Like that was like my my true passion. And he looked at me and he said, "You know, Wiley, if you do what you, if you do have or have a job that you do." that you actually love it's not a job it's a hobby it's something that you truly enjoy and that has stuck with me ever since and I have taken that into the classroom and I and I kind of apply that every day and I look at my kids and and I think you know I'm gonna try to give them the best experience I possibly can and I have fun with them and I do that every, well, not every day, because some, t- some days I'm just like, nah. But, you know, out of the 180 days or so, you could, you could probably, I could probably count 174 that I'm giving it my all. And I, I try my best to do that. So, but, you know, looking at the challenges of being a teacher, there's a couple that come to mind. One, it, it's really hard these days to get kids motivated when there's so much different outside distractions out there. TikTok, Snapchat, Facebook, all these different things. Um, you know, cell phones. Every kid has a cell phone. And for me, like, I listen, I mean, I'm on TikTok. I'm, I'm generating content. All right. I'm guilty of it. I mean, it's it's fun. I mean, I'm I'm on Snapchat, I'm on Facebook, but in the classroom, I'm able to shut that down. Kids can't. So what we have to do is we have to kind of monitor that, and you know, force kids to not well not force them, but you know, show them like, hey, listen, you're you know, just take your cell phone, put it in the cell phone pocket, and then let's move on. You know, and you'll get it back at the end of the class period. And that eliminates distraction, all right. But it, it is difficult for for kids to do that these days. Another thing that I've noticed is is just the teaching climate in you know around the country. Uh, a lot of teachers are just resigning and quitting uh, because of you know different things um, going around, and it, it makes it difficult. It really does. Uh, I don't think teachers get the full support that we deserve um but there's there's still you know there's still a lot of talks with that and of course i'm not going to dive into like all the the political stuff and all that but i will say that it is it does make teaching difficult so it it's one of those things like you know you love your job but you know you have to be able to survive you know and then also the amount of things they put on teachers every year to like try to meet the needs 
or try to improve um, standards for students, it gets crazier and crazier. I, I know that there's, they're, they're trying to find new approaches to, to meet the new challenges, and it, it gets overwhelming sometimes. I know me personally, like I, you know, I sit there and I look at other teachers and, you know, they're, you know, they're bringing all these different things in for trainings and, and I'm, and I'm sitting there just trying to absorb it all. So I'm, I'm a little bit of a different breed. So it, it makes it, it seems like new teachers, especially when they come in, they get overwhelmed with all the new things they have to, you know, put into their agenda. And it's not like they can just day one walk in and start teaching. And it, it does make it feel like that teacher, even not not even just new teachers, but veteran teachers feel like they're just trying to keep their heads above water. Having said that, you know, there are more pros than cons for me. I'm, and granted, there may be a lot of teachers out there in this world that may not agree with me on this, and that's fine. Or everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Um, I look at it like this. Yes, there are bad things in the teaching profession. Yes, it is sometimes a struggle. Do I get overwhelmed? Sure. But I think as a teacher, especially going into the classroom, even when I'm overwhelmed, I come in, I open that door, and when my kids walk into the room, it is... For, for me, just seeing their faces and listening to them talk about whatever, you know, gosh, you know, girls talking about their relationships and, you know, boys talking about anime, which, by the way, anime discussions in the classroom, spot on, okay? We, we, can get, we could get into some Naruto, some, you know, some Bleach, you know, some Demon Slayer. You know, I mean, there's, there's, there have been times where I have taken 10 minutes of class to just talk about anime, okay? I'm, I'm guilty of it, all right? You know, these, these kids come in, and, and they're looking, yes, they're looking for an education, but at the same time, they're looking for the, the ability to be comfortable in their environment. And I want to make sure that every kid in my class feels comfortable I want to make sure that every kid in my class understands that hey yes you know I'm a history teacher yes we're gonna we gotta we have to talk about the curriculum I have to go through different units blah 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 but we're gonna have fun and for me you know seeing these kids and you know once they feel like I'm on their side my days are they get better and better. It, it, it truly becomes one of these things where as I build relationships with all my students, you know, it, I have to see them. Uh, I, you know, I, it's, it's crazy because all throughout summer, I, you know, I enjoy my summer breaks. I truly do. Uh, but I, I miss being in the classroom. And that's one of the hardest things is because, you know, later on in life, maybe, you know, I want to rotate to do something else, like maybe... Um, some kind of advanced field or, you know, be in the, you know, district office or do something like that. But I'll miss the classroom. I'll miss, you know, standing in front of those kids and, and, and teaching my content. And, and that's, for me, is a, is a challenge 
because uh, one day I'll, I know that I'll eventually be at that level and I'll truly miss it. But for me, yeah, it's, it's, it's all about the kids. And I know there's a lot of teachers out there that are very intimidated by their students. I, I know some teachers have some very challenging students. Uh, I've been very fortunate that I've gone through that that period of my life to teaching. I've had very, very challenging students um, where I previously taught, and it was not gonna lie, it was it was tough. I, I uh, you know, sometimes I was like, you know, questioning my career and all that, and then I got to my new location, and and, and you know, the atmosphere is is completely different. It's like a 180, and the students that I have are phenomenal and I not saying I didn't have phenomenal students before but I will say that it has been a nice change and I and I enjoy it and one of the things that I truly enjoy being a teacher is not not only you know being a teacher whatever but it's it's the idea that I can offer advice you know I one of the things I always tell my kids or you know is try to keep them motivated. There is a lot in life that you know deters these kids. you know they kind of seem like ah, you know I can't do this. there's a lot going on in my life. like how do you do this? you know Bergbauer and I'm like, you know you know basically break it down for them I'm like there's there's a lot of different things in life that are gonna come at you. And you, you yourself will have to find a way to overcome it, you know, because everyone's different. And I always tell them, like, you know, everyone has obstacles. It's how you handle those obstacles that makes you great. If you let those obstacles, you know, block you and deter you, then you're going to be stuck in life. You have to figure out personally how you can get over those obstacles and and that's the main thing I talk about, you know, and I always make sure that they they know that they can always come to me for advice or anything, except during lunch, you know, because that's, that's my nap time. <laughs> but any other time, I'm there for them. All right, and that's and that's the big thing for me. Now, there is a lot to me that a lot of my students don't know, and it and it's. It's very complex, but I have used my my challenges in life to become the person I am, and I use that in my teaching as for motivational reasons, for educational reasons, and all that. But the the main thing I want to convey to my kids is, you can do anything that you put your mind to. You just have to realize it, and that's and that was that's the important thing when it comes to my classroom. But far as you know, building relationships and whatnot, it, you know, it's it's about the motivation, it's about being being comfortable, and just making just making education fun. And I know that's a challenge today with everything going on, but every teacher can do it. They just have, they have to find their their you know their niche. Um, one of the things that I do, and I know a lot of my fellow teachers were going to look at me like I'm an idiot. I tell a lot of jokes. Are they great jokes? Probably not. They're like the most corniest jokes known to man. Okay? 
But still, when, when my kids feel like I'm human, that I make mistakes, and I say the dumbest things in class, then they feel like, you know what, we can let our hair down a little bit. Or, I don't know if that's a great saying, like, maybe if they have a bun, I don't know. They could, they could be cool and collective, I guess. Uh, I know <laughs> last year I had a, a student in my class that uh, wrote down everything I would say in class. Um, and some of the things like I would say, like, for example, they said I said Roadhouse like over 26 times one time. And for a little context, I there may have been a little uh, Roadhouse discussion. All right, I'll be honest with you. But I kept saying things like, you know, talk about U.S. government, and I was like, Roadhouse. And all my kids were like, did you just say Roadhouse? I'm like, Roadhouse. And <laughs> and they would just look at me like I'm the biggest idiot known to man. I'm like, oh, oh, Roadhouse. And I would just, like, air kick. So, no, I, it's, it's, it's things like that that make the classroom fun. And then, of course, you know, obviously, at the end of the year, like, you know, doing TikToks and stuff with them and all that just so they can, you know, see that I'm also human. But, you know, that is important to me. That's that is one of the things that I feel that, you know, if a teacher can have fun with kids, you know, and still get the content out to them, you're doing your job. If you can sit there and make sure that you're, you know, adhering to the standards of the state, you're getting what they need to know for, you know, uh, in the year tests or you know CSAs quarter tests and they're achieving their levels for testing or for college or whatever then it's okay for a teacher to be you know happy and have fun with the kids you don't need to be this like tight uptight teacher that sits there at a desk and screams at kids all day I just can't do that I mean could I sure I mean, that's easy. I could sit there at my desk and be like, ah, 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 but I, I can't. I just can't do it. For me, I'm I'm the teacher that has to, you know, sit there and talk with them and, and get things out. My biggest problem is when I give a, a quiz or a test and, and it's just so quiet and I'm just like sitting there like twiddling my fingers like, oh my God, I, I got to tell a joke. I got to tell a joke. You know, I'll say things like, Okay, not to distract you guys, we gotta tell one joke and that's it. I'm like, oh, and that's just me. Like, I, I have to, I don't know, I have to keep the humor going. And that's just how my classroom is. Plus, you know, the kids think I'm, you know, Deadpool and Ryan Reynolds and a mixture of the two. And, and yes, I do say a lot of crazy things. I mean, if, for example, one, uh, I dressed up as Deadpool and wore a tutu and ran around the, the classroom one time. I mean, that's just a basic, normal day for me. But I also tell a story that I may may or may not have beaten the homecoming queen twice. Okay? I mean, granted, they couldn't give it to me because I was a technically a teacher. <laughs> what bullshit. But, you know, whatever. But, you know, I've done that. And it's stories like that that really uh, <laughs> gets kids laughing. I mean, stories like that also that gets me wondering what the hell's wrong with me. Like, you know, here we are. So, but you know, it's, it's again, it's, it's 
it's about having fun that makes education and being a teacher so fun. You know, I I've I, I have a I'm, well, I'm very fortunate that in my in my field I have a lot of fellow teachers around me that kind of share my passion. There's a lot in my department that you know do make learning fun, and we kind of feed off of each other, which is really nice, and I think that's very important. So, you know, again, if you can make your classroom fun, then you yourself are going to be a great teacher. So, but, you know, and another thing about that is, you know, one of the things I do is I enjoy keeping up with my kids that graduate. I enjoy keeping up with, you know, hearing about what their successes are. And, you know, it's like, hey, you know, I'm going to this college, blah, blah, blah. Hey, I got this job. I look at my kids like they're my actual kids. Like, I, I look at them like they are my flesh and blood. Like, when they get the job at, you know, the law firm or doctor or whatever, and, you know, that, that's that's huge for me. I mean, I tell them all the time because I, I got a bad heart. I'm like, listen, if you become a cardiologist, you're taking care of my ass. Uh, straight up, okay? I want to walk in there, and, and he's like, oh, yeah. You know, he, he took care of me in high school. I'm going to take care of him. I'm like, all right, yeah, here we go. So that's important to me. That's to understand, you know, what they're doing later in life and, and cheering them on. That's huge for me. And I, I, I don't know. I don't know if there's a lot of teachers that do that. And granted, you know, I have certain rules about that. And, and they know about the rules. It's just, but the main thing is, um, once they graduate, I don't mind keeping up with them just to see what they're doing. That's important to me. So, but, you know, again, teachers, we've, we teachers feel like we have a responsibility to train the next generation. And that's the same for me. I've, I feel that teachers should have the responsibility. And, you know, I take that kind of step further. I, I feel like I have a responsibility to always kind of watch the over these kids and, and you know if they ever need advice in life you know but I'm there you know if they're like hey listen I you know I was talking to my parents I can't decide which college I go want to go to it's like which one would you recommend and that's tough for me because as a teacher you know I'm a diehard Gator fan okay diehard Gator fan and these kids will walk up to me and they'll say hey what do you think about Florida State now I don't like the Seminoles. No, I hate the Seminoles. But as a teacher, you know, I'll say, like, you know, Florida State has a lot of great programs. Florida State has a great law program. They have a great um, health care program. Not as good as UFs, but, you know, uh, they have a lot of different things that, you know, you might be interested in. I think Florida State's a great school. I'll give them my honest opinion. Like, I will straight up give them my honest opinion. And I'll make sure that they have, you know, you know, the best advice on, about where to go. Now, if there's a school I don't know, I'll straight up tell them. Like, listen, I don't know much about blah 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 or Nova or whatever. But I'll make sure that they know that it's it's genuine, genuine. Like it's it's coming from the heart, and that's really important to me. So, but you know, the school year's about to begin. Um, it's, you know, we start, you know, August 10th, 
super excited about that. I think uh, a lot of uh, a lot of my colleagues are ready for the kids to come back in classroom. I'm excited for the kids to come back in classroom. I know it will be interesting. I think teachers in general, it, even though it's, it's, it's a rough profession sometimes, I think if we can kind of overlook that and kind of focus on the kids, it's it gets a little easier. But, you know, who knows? But for me, the one thing that keeps me coming back is definitely the students. It's, it's those, you know, that, that relationship building that really makes it for me. And the idea that, you know, these kids come up to me and they'll say, hey, you know, can you can you sponsor this? Blah blah blah. Can you go with us to this? Blah. I mean, going to grad bash with them last year. Gosh, oh my goodness, that was so much fun. And whose idea was it to make me a chaperone by myself on a bus with thirty kids? I mean, the least responsible teacher known man right here. But whatever. So, but no, I teaching it for me does it the make does it make the most money? No. Could I make more money as a lawyer? Absolutely. Would I change anything? Hell no. I enjoy what I do. I think a lot of people um, that I talk to don't really understand that. That's fine. But for me, teaching is is definitely something that is my passion. Uh, kind of like this right here, talking on a podcast. This is also my new passion. You know, some of these episodes, you're just going to kind of hear me rant, but it's okay. So it's, 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 you know, uh, but you know, it is what it is. I know for a fact that, you know, when I walk into that classroom, you know, drink at hand <laughs> and I, the kids walk in, they're, they're ready for craziness. Okay. They're, they're ready for some government U.S. history action with, with a mixture of Deadpool, Roadhouse, uh, family guy jokes whatever and it's going to be crazy and I'm going to say the dumbest things and possibly get a cowbell because why not so but I mean even when you look at my classroom my classroom is, is decorated in not history posters which I mean I do have some history stuff I mean you, you gotta you gotta have some kind of content in, in your room that shows like what you're teaching but most of my stuff is, uh, you know, I got, I got, you know, I got a Vikings flag because, you know, Minnesota Vikings fan because that's my curse. Uh, but I also have, you know, anime posters. I have um, Star Wars stuff. Oh man, I got Deadpool stuff. I have a picture, just a random picture of Ryan Reynolds with a heart circle around him because why not? So I'm thinking about buying a Ryan Reynolds cutout. I think that'd be pretty sweet. Put a Ryan Reynolds cutout in just this corner of my room, and just you know, every day I could just look at it and glance and be like, it's "Definition of perfection, right there." Oh yeah. But you know, I'm always open for su- suggestions, so you know. But you know, that's that's how my classroom is. So when the kids walk in, they kind of look at my room. They're like, "Uh, <laughs> what's going on with this guy?" And it's like I just left my math class. And there was like formulas on the wall. Meanwhile, this guy has Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool, and anime posters. Nothing to do with history. And I'm like, uh, not true. 
I have like U.S. presidents on the wall. What's up? So I mean, you gotta have something, you know. But but far as that goes, that's just me in a nutshell. That everyone knows that I'm I'm the crazy teacher, but I, we have a lot of fun. So that's how it is. But yeah. On a side note, though, you know, there's you know, I always break break it down for them and always make sure that. You know, there's there's a lot of reasons why I'm I'm motivated to being a teacher. Um, you know, and I always let them know, like beginning of the year, like how it's gonna be. But I always make sure I start off the year with kind of like basically selling myself, like letting my kids know, like, hey, listen, yes, can I be an asshole? Absolutely, okay, but I'm a fun asshole kinda ish I like to be more fun than asshole pretty much but I always tell them like you know different little stories about me like I don't even do the syllabus day one because if I'm a student and I walk into a teacher's classroom and they automatically throw a syllabus out I was like we're gonna go over unit one unit two like I'm like oh god this this is gonna suck but if I walk into a classroom and the teacher's immediately telling some kick-ass stories that's the guy or girl or whatever okay that's 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 how I do it that's me in a nutshell I make sure that you know my kids are coming into an environment that's fun and that's yeah that's the whole plan like I I always tell myself like you know you you can't day one just throw them into the course and that's the beauty of it because starting this week we have two days and Honestly, like, I know content is going to start, for me, it's going to start, start on Monday. Because I've already had PLCs and going over the battle plan for U.S. history. Which, by the way, U.S. history and that EOC is stupid hard. Okay, there's there's a lot of different things that go into U.S. history. U.S. government is so much more chill. It's it's And I got four sections of that. And it's, it's for me, that that is my field. That's my, my jam. Because I could just sit there and be like, coast with the kids and I could take time because if you go too fast through US government you only have a semester and you can fly through that stuff too quick and next thing you know you're sitting with you know with your kids for like three weeks doing nothing because you've already covered everything so I get to like kind of chill and that's and that's really fun but US history oh man there's a lot because they have to know a lot of different things like, you know, Anaconda Plan, Immigration, the War, like, all these different things. And I have to make sure I break it down for them. So they're, ah, yeah, they're going to be, they're going to be, they're going to be hating life. But I'll make it fun. But, no, but that starts, you know, on the Monday. But I got two days to, like, really sell it. Like, I'm going to, you know, always hit them with stories and, you know, have a nice little laugh. And, and then, of course... I'll give them this, this stupid syllabus. I'm like, listen, these are my rules. You got to follow my rules. But for the most part, you know, once... It's just kind of like a technicality. I am Ron Burgundy? I can't even say that word. But yeah, the idea is, you know, every teacher gives out a syllabus. I'm just not the guy that does it on the first day. I just can't do it. Nope. I have to have fun. I have to be the complete moron that tells jokes and makes them laugh 
when a kid laughs in my class, I win. Okay, that's how I roll. All right, so I'll be sitting there day one trying to make them laugh, and of course trying to learn their names, which takes me about a week to get. That's always fun because uh, it's always awkward too. Because when you call roll and you're like, "Yeah, it's your A A Ron." Aaron? Oh, okay. Oh, oh. So it's, yeah, it's one of those things every teacher goes through. So, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting, but I'm super excited for the year, and I know um, my students are definitely in for a fun-filled year. So, but, and especially those of my former students that are listening to this right now, you could totally understand where I'm coming from. So, but yeah. But, that's I mean that's pretty much the life of being a teacher um, just you know being crazy being fun you know little bit of a kind of you know strict teacher because you can't it's I would love to be the fun teacher like through the entire year but there's like a level and and a lot of teachers kind of perfect this in their own way if you're going to be a fun teacher you have to be able to put a certain level of strictness in there okay so for me i'm like the i gotta be honest with myself here i can't i can't lie on a podcast uh i'm more like the 70 percent fun like 70 percent of the time i'm gonna have fun i'm gonna have fun teaching the content i'm gonna crack jokes blah 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 that 30 percent is the That 30% is the the part of me as a teacher that lays down the law. And I always tell the kids, like, every every year, have you ever seen the movie Split? Like, I'm that guy that has, like, multiple personalities. Like, one day I'm like, hey, what's going on? And, like, one day I'm like, hi, guys, what's going on? Like, I'll just go through different personalities, like, really quick, you know, blah, 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 blah. Everyone's, everyone's like, do you have schizophrenia? I'm like, no, I don't. Shut up! Like, I don't, you know, I just that's just me. But it, if you've ever seen that movie, there's there's that one personality that's called the Beast. <laughs> and, I, and I tell them all the time, it's like, listen, you don't want to see the Beast. You don't. You don't want to see it. And they're like, oh, okay, what, what is that? And it's like, because I get, I will yell and you won't like it. And every year, maybe two or three times a year, one one class will get the beast. And I know last year I, I felt so oh my god, I felt so bad. But last year, my fifth period, I don't I forget what they did, but it was something that really, really irritated me. And I just I just released the beast. And I remember two girls in the back crying. And after that, I felt so bad because I wasn't even yelling at those girls. I was yelling at the class in general. But when they saw me, like, go into the beast, basically, um, they are like, holy shit. Like, I didn't even know he could do that. And, and yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy because I, I normally don't do that like i'm i'm the teacher that goes around and you know it's like hey you know roadhouse and it's like come at me bro or say some some stupid line from some movie and that's another thing like i always quote lines from movies so they they always have this like image of my 
of me in classroom that doesn't ever portray that. And so when they when they get that kind of personality, they're like, oh my god, holy shit! I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's that's what happens. Like I told you, don't get the beast, and we'll be fine. So, but yeah, that's I mean that and oh another thing is God subs. Like if I if I'm out um, for a day or something, and a sub writes a bad note, I'm just like, oh. I make sure they understand like. When I'm gone, you have to be on your best behavior. Like, I want them to be on their best behavior. So, it's it's definitely one of these things that every teacher has to learn. Like, every teacher needs to know that, like, you can be fun, but if you're going to be a fun teacher, you got to have a certain level of strictness. And, yes, my level of strictness is that other 30%. So, and I think it works pretty well that the kids know, you know, you can't really mess with me too much. Like, you can't be just... Completely, completely rude or anything like that. Because, yeah, I'm the teacher. Like, if you <laughs> say something, like, you know, I'll give it back to you twice fold. And they're like, oh shit. So I'm, I'm, I'm that teacher. I'm the very sarcastic teacher. So, but that's just that's how it is, you know. So, but do I wish I could be the fun teacher 100% of the time? Sure, but it's just not realistic. Because if you if you are that teacher, now granted, maybe some teachers can do this, but from my experience and looking at other teachers, I just don't think it's possible. But if, if you're a teacher that's 100% of, or fun, 100% of the time, that's fun, then what's going to happen is you're going to have students that are going to run all over you. And then, you know, they're not going to want to do their assignments and they're going to be like, oh, well, he'll let me have extra time, blah, blah, blah. You got to set the ground rules. You got to make sure they understand that, you know, if you do this, there's going to be consequences, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I would love to be that fun teacher, but I just can't do it all the time, unfortunately. I know, I know, it sucks. But, but yeah, no, um, I mean, it's, you know, we're all going back to school, and it's, it's, it's that time of year again, so... Another fun-filled beginning of the year coming on up. So, but yeah, no, but anyway, guys, well, I got some news for you. Um, I am going to be starting a subscription. So, for now on, I will be having episodes um, within the subscription. You'll pay uh, $4.99 for a subscription, and what that's going to do is going, it's going to basically give you access to... Um, ad-free episodes and more episodes so I will have that all set up on the next episode so everything will be ready so if you want to sign up for the you know ad-free and all that you could totally do that but I'm gonna set up to where you know you could do a monthly thing of $4.99 or a yearly thing for I believe $29.99 but there's gonna be so much involved when it comes to subscription so that's going to be going on um, pretty soon and that will be on apple Podcasts for right now uh, i gotta set it up on spotify but that for right now will just be on apple podcast so but yeah no i hope you guys enjoy this episode and uh i'm looking forward to the next school year and uh, for parents out there congratulations you made it through another summer <laughs> kids are going back to school and for those of you that are students well, another year. 
another time for greatness. Get your heads in the class, get your get your brains going, and let's get it. All right, peace.